Bismillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillahi wa ba'an Respected brothers and sisters For a few minutes inshallah we take a look at some of the ayat that were recited tonight And the concentration of our talk today In these few moments is that of depression So we're going to take a look at the at three verses Or three aspects in the three different surahs that were recited today the Surah of Yusuf alayhi salam, the Surah Al-Ra'd, and Surah Ibrahim alayhi salam. The very reason why Surah Yusuf alayhi salam was revealed upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam was because Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam was enduring difficulty at the time. It was a depressing time for the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam as he had just lost his beloved wife, his pillar of support, Sayyidah Khadija radiallahu anha, and with that he lost his uncle that was very dear to him and he lost him in a state that he did not pass away with Iman. So it was something that was very strenuous upon our beloved messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Therefore Allah wa ta'ala had revealed surah to Yusuf alayhi salam upon him so that he could see how the previous messengers had also been tested by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that he in no way was enduring this types, these types of difficulties alone. And obviously by mentioning that, this is something that you and I should take lesson from and try and avoid falling into the clutches of depression. Because depression is something that has become a global phenomenon in becoming a scourge and taking over the minds of people, the minds of Muslims, the minds of non-Muslims, the minds of women, the minds of, minds of children, the minds of adults, the minds of the old, of the middle-aged, of the young. There's no person that is, or there's no group of people that can say that they are completely safe from this aspect. What we need to understand is that our beautiful deen is complete and it provides us with the solutions to everyday issues. So we're going to take a look at the first, or we're going to take a look at the second surah rather first, surah to Ra'd. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Inna Allaha la yughayiruma biqawmin hatta yughayiruma bi'anfusihim. In the best literal translation, that surely Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not change that which is afflicting a people, that which a people are experiencing until or unless they have a change within their actions and egos. Often this verse is used to show how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can never take us out of difficulty into ease until we change our actions into good actions. In other words, this verse is often interpreted as advice. However, majority of the tafsirs actually explain this verse in the sound of a warning. That Allah wa ta'ala will not remove you from good conditions. أي لا يسلب منهم النعمة Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not take away the bounties that you are experiencing. Allah will not take away and will not test you and try you until and unless there is a change in our actions, meaning that our change, our actions change from good to disobedience. Our actions change from being obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when the going is good, when there's no issues, when we seem to be having everything at our doorstep, then Allah protect us, we start to forget Allah we start to forget how Allah had blessed us with that bounty in the first place. So this is often one of the reasons for depression. This is one of the things that cause depression. That a person will be experiencing bliss. A person will be experiencing no issues in life. And 
before that or maybe during that, they were worshipping Allah wa ta'ala diligently, they were coming to the masjid, they were performing their, their, their salahs, they were going through the month of Ramadan and currently we are in that mode, we are in that mode of ibadah, we are in that spirit of, of, of deen, we are in that spirit of taraweeh, of the Qur'an and we, we have it going for us. But what happens the day after Ramadan, the day after Eid or even on Eid day itself? This is a classic example that should hit home immediately because it is on our doorstep that we are experiencing good conditions now in terms of our iman in terms of our connection with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but the minute the day of eid comes then we start infringing on the laws that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has set we start to break the commands of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the very day after allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had given us a beautiful month of of, of forgiveness a month of mercy a month that we can become connected to him subhanahu wa ta'ala so let it not be such that we are experiencing good and then we forget Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that throws us into a drowning pit. That throws, throws us into a deep dark pit. Similar to the kind of pit now we can take a look at Sayyidina Yusuf alayhi salam for some solutions. That look at Sayyidina Yusuf alayhi salam. He was a Nabi of Allah and he was tested. If you look at the various characters that are showed in Sayyidina Yusuf alayhi salam's story, then we find that each person had gone through some sort of depression. Each person had gone through some sort of mental pain. If you look at Sayyidina Yusuf alayhi salam, he was in the deepest and darkest of pits. From the, he, was, he was betrayed by his own blood. He was thrown into the deep dark pit. Then he was brought out of the pit and he became a servant to the king. So although he might have been brought out of darkness, but he from freedom, he was now someone, he was now owned by a master. Then he was seduced by the, the, the minister's wife or the king's wife. And that uh, led him to eventually being put into jail. And after jail, that is only after years. And that is now the point I'm going to come to. That when Sayyidina Yusuf alayhi salam had told his beloved father Yaqub alayhi salam that, Oh my father, هذا تأويل رؤياي من قبل. You know that dream I seen of the 11 stars, the moon and the sun prostrating before me. I'm witnessing it now in Egypt as my family comes and they are honoring me in this way. The scholars mention that this happened 18 years after, 1-8. The Ahlul Kitab claimed that it was 40 years and there's a narration of even 80 years. But let's even for argument's sake, let's take it, take it to be the least amount. 18 is still a very long time. A very long time for a person to be going through challenge after challenge. So sometimes we have a plan. Sometimes we have a plan in our business. We have a plan in our home. We want to fulfill something with our family. We want to fulfill something personally. We have a goal to achieve. And we, we, we have everything set out for us. We have plan A. We even have plans B, C, D. We have every contingency possible set in place. When we start to rely on the plans and not on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then even if we were to take a look at the Japanese language where there's I think over 200 letters we could have had all of those plans in place also A, B, C, D it still wouldn't have worked it still wouldn't have worked but Sayyidina Yusuf alayhi salam he had perseverance he had patience so very often we are cast into depression because shaitan dangles the a, 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 a false solution in front of us that run after this a false plan in front of us he, does, he will never direct you to the masjid. But if we shun, put that plan aside and say, let me first turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and then we work on the plan. No person says, don't have plans in place. No person says, don't have backups in place. It's important. But 
to have that reliance. And this is now where we come to the story of Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salam as well. Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salam takes his beloved wife and child and takes them to the barren lands of Makkah Mukarramah. Not a single plant in sight. And he leaves his beloved wife there and he turns around and he starts walking. And his wife is saying that, Oh my husband, you are leaving us in the middle of the desert. And he continues to walk. And he turns around and she asks him that, Is this a command of Allah? And he gives an indication that this is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala directly. Immediately her reliance level shoots up. And she says that if Allah gave the command, then we are not stranded. If Allah in, in a place where there is absolutely nothing, that type of reliance and through the sacrifices of that great woman, today you and I can drink Zamzam water. Today you and I can enjoy the bounty of Zamzam water. Obviously, with the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, with the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But that reliance and that sacrifice of that mother in the home, of that person in the home, this is something for us to take lesson from. That we need to have reliance upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to take us out of every and any type of difficulty. We go to a solution given to us by Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Once Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was in the masjid, al-masjid uh, al-Nabawi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he had seen Sayyidina Abu Umama radiallahu an. And Abu Umama radiallahu an was in a, was in a not, not in the right frame of mind. He was looking completely down and out. He was looking very sad, very downtrodden. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came to him and asked him that, Oh Abu Umama, what's the issue? Why do I see you in this condition? And he said that, Oh Nabi of Allah, I, I, I don't feel good. I'm, I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling, feeling depressed. I'm feeling downtrodden. I'm owing some money. And I, I don't feel like a way out is coming for me. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught him a beautiful, beautiful dua. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-hammi wal-hazan. Oh Allah, I seek protection from ham. Ham is depression. Hum is, is grief, hum is worry, hum is a constant burden that might be on your shoulders, that might be on your mind. Well, hazan and sadness and grief, depression. Oh Allah, I seek protection in you from this. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-hammi wal-hazan wa a'udhu bika min al-jubni wal-bukhl. Oh Allah, I seek protection in you from being cowardly and from being miserly. Wa a'udhu bika min al-ajzi wal-kasl. And I seek protection in you from being incapable, from, from being lethargic. From being lazy. And oh Allah, I seek your protection and your assistance against people who are overpowering me, people who are showing their muscle over me and they are they are harming me in different ways, and I seek protection in you from falling into death. Abu Umama radiallahu anh said that it was just three days that had passed and I constantly recited this dua taught to me by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and within that short span of time my worries went away my debts got paid off I was a happy person at that point so depression is a real thing it's not just a matter of ah, this chap is looking sad maybe give him a hug tell him a joke and he'll come right some people are going through real issues in life that might be throwing them into this deep dark pits but it's up to us to show them the solutions and it's up to them to take the solutions as well from deen, from the Qur'an, from the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We learn this from, this, from these uh, verses and there are many other verses, many other solutions that we can provide. It is a very lengthy topic but we'll just end off on these few notes that at the end of the day it is our patience or rather it is our actions. 
how we act and our egos, the way that we portray ourselves before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sometimes we're doing something good and we feel like we're doing it on our own muscle. We're doing it because of our own brilliance and intelligence. A person might be flourishing in his studies or it might be a good act that they have initiated, a good movement that they may have started in their community assisting the, the needy and the destitute. And then afterwards a person will think, hey, and they look back at this project and say, you know, wow, we've accomplished something. Without attributing it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, let us let not our egos get in the way because it's that very same ego that can be trampled upon. It is that very same ego and that very same uh, uh, self and nafs that can be easily trampled upon which will throw us into this deep dark pit of depression. Secondly, to have the patience of Sayyidina Yusuf alayhi salam that no solution can, sometimes a solution can happen overnight and it can come through, it can portray itself overnight. Sometimes it takes years, it might be one year, two years, 18 years, sometimes even longer. But to have that constant perseverance and patience and finally not to rely on our plans but rather to rely on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala while having our plans in place. May Allah wa ta'ala inspire one and all. We recite what we've been reciting every night, the shahada followed by istighfar, followed by asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for jannah and protection from jahannam. Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah, astaghfirullah, Allahumma inni as'aluka al-jannah wa a'udhu bika minan nar, ashhadu an la ilaha illallah, astaghfirullah, Allahumma inni as'aluka al-jannah wa a'udhu bika minan nar, ashhadu an la ilaha illallah, astaghfirullah, Allahumma inni as'aluka al-jannah wa a'udhu bika minan nar, we also remind our brothers and sisters to renew their intention for the fast for tomorrow so that we can maximize on our reward. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspire one and all. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Assalatu wassalamu ala ashrafil anbiya'i wal mursaleen. Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'een. Allahumma inna na'udhu bika min al-hammi wal-hazan wa na'udhu bika min al-ajazi wal-kasl wa na'udhu bika min al-jubni wal-bukhl ونعوذ بك من غلبة الدين وقهر الرجال ربنا تقبل منا صيامنا وقيامنا وركوعنا وسجودنا وجميع أعمالنا وصلى الله على النبي الأمي الكريم وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين آمين برحمتك يا أرحم